Food Junkie Radio. Super inappropriate shit. Oh, I can turn it off. I can turn it off. I'll mute it if you want to say some inappropriate shit. I mean, we say a lot of inappropriate stuff on here anyways. I always talk about how the government's coming to get me and that if one of us ever got elected to anything... That we would just be taken down super fast. Assassinated for, for sure. Assassinated. Yeah, absolutely. Politically assassinated. Absolutely. Uh, some kind of media assassinated somehow. It's genetically modified. They, yeah, they would like give me some sour called uh, Peach Sour Nova. That's why he didn't drink it yet. Change I my fucking gene. knew it. I knew I, Dude, he thinks I'm an I forgot the first. I forgot the first. There's I'm one among lizard. us. Right? I'm not a lizard. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a lizard. <laughs> Uh, Food Junkie Radio number 25, Chris Localis, uh, Chris Barnum, Dunn, Dan, 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 um, on the pod. What's up, brother? You know. Finally. Just I, did, know, uh, I think this is the first guest since episode He was the first zero. restaurant I ever covered in my life. <laughs> look at, doing look at this. that. Crazy, huh? That's right. Full you circle. You guys came in, had some octopus, you and uh, Leo. And that dish is forever <laughs> ingrained in Sacramento food history. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and on, ingrained on... Sacramento mm-hmm. restaurant menus. Yeah. Very true. That that is <laughs> that now, specific yeah. one. <laughs> like whoever did the the mm-hmm. mussel mm-hmm. dish, whatever the original mussel dish was, it, it got here and everybody did it. Now that dish is now on the octopus menu. dish goes around. And it's yeah. funny when I go out to eat it, you know, because anytime I see octopus, <laughs> you find it. <laughs> I look in the kitchen and I'm like, oh, you worked for me for like a year and a half. Like for sure, this is my octopus recipe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just one of those things, you know. I guess. It's not upsetting. It's not like mm. it's a bad thing. No. But it's also like do your own shit, right? Like do an yeah. octopus dish for sure, but find your own way to cook it. Because that wasn't one of those things that I like borrowed out of a cookbook or like saw online. I literally just decided I was going to start trying abstract ways to cook octopus mm. and came up with my method, which is very weird. Mm. And then now that people have worked there and know it, I go and I can taste that it's mine. Because of the And method. it's like, you know, come mm. on. Like that's something special for that restaurant. You know, give it to them. Where did you like? Let's just dabble into the history uh, a little bit, as yeah, much a as a small bit. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah just yeah. give us a brief synopsis of how you got to in where you're at in the restaurant biz, and then just starting in food. However, those notes kind of come together. So, uh, electrician by trade, boom, made lots of good money. Use it to fund the dream of being a death metal musician. Boom. Uh, terrible, de- terrible decision. You don't make money in death metal. Even uh. the big death metal bands don't make great money. But nonetheless, was sponsoring that. Found a love of food. Got home after a really long tour. Jessica's like, I'm done raising your kid. You have to figure out something else to do. I was like, oh, shit. Sitting on the edge of my bed. Watched a uh, Art Institute commercial. It said, be a chef. And I was so inspired by food at the moment. I was like, yes. And mm. I went in. I applied to culinary school. Uh, I got a job the next day at Hapa Sushi. And that very first night, uh, which can be for another time, was the moment that I realized that I wanted to cook for the rest of my life. And That's it's never sick, changed. And awesome. five years later, I opened Localis. Boom. Fast. Here we are. Fast. Fast. And not only awesome. Localis now, what do you have under the resume as of right now? Because uh, I know you have another spot. I don't know. Yeah, if we're going to open the Lincoln okay. in, uh, in Auburn, you know, which is a bistro. Beautiful more casual, place. but really fun. Um, I've consulted on the Poor Choice menu, mm-hmm. um, which has been very, very successful for the past, I think, three years now. Mm-hmm. It could be two. I'm pretty high, so hey. yeah, two or three Stay years, high. whatever. Mm-hmm. And then open Scorpio with Sam over there on 16th and S mm-hmm. uh, during mm-hmm. COVID. Mm-hmm. Really fun project. I had time for the first time in my life um, during COVID and uh, used it to open up this cool business with this really cool cat. Just doing simple toasts and stuff, and uh, it's actually been bumming me out lately. I haven't been able to get over there and like do anything because mm-hmm. I don't have a restaurant right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but nonetheless, when we get back open, I'm definitely going to pour some more time into 
Scorpio because it's a really fun thing. You like just was no there the other day. Tiny kitchen. What yeah, can you do? Cool. You kitchen know, is like tight. It's, it's, it's well, tiny you haven't been to Poor Choice, bro. It's tighter. Oh, yeah. okay. I know. Yeah. I want to get up there. One of these the Mondays, Scorpio I kitchen get up there. Oh, we're gonna get a three yeah. feet yeah. wider and and what deep than the. So in in Poor just Choice, so you guys know, Scorpio coffees location is is what uh he just described is, yeah is, the, is what he just said. So, so at the poor choice in smaller. the kitchen and i shit you not i can stretch and do this and touch the the sides of the walls oh like that's it sick it's that, that is tight. Tight. That's that tight. Is tight no hood that's work on your uh, like cutting you know, board situation only that's a thousand efficiency right there and they do like three to five hundred covers like on a busy day wow that's what they're pushing yeah. breakfast like, lunch dinner or well yeah it's the same menu out you know okay, it's a okay. simple menu but nonetheless like that kind of that's volume still is insane painful. that's yeah, insane like, it's a lot you that's know? high key uh fridge management so, oh, totally. Yeah. You know, and the walk-ins, you know, bombarded by the 28 taps that they have, you know, so there's always wow. 32 plus, you know, kegs on, wow. you know, on hold, you, you know. Crazy. Get out there. They'll um, sleep. Auburn is where nuts. it's at, folks. Like, mm-hmm. you wheel your, your rack out and they put saran wrap on the sides because things kept falling off, you know. <laughs> the other week I was that there was like and pulled out something to get yeah. something for my Kate for the dinner uh-huh. series at low, at home. And a fucking giant tub of olives piles oh, over, no. explodes, and I'm just nice. like, I don't have the time to clean this right now, but I'm gonna clean this right now because I ain't gonna leave yeah, you with like because I have to all, all, big all, all over the ground. That was a fail right there. But yeah, that's like a tight space, and uh, and I don't want to do anything more than that. I got Lincoln Creamery inside of the Lincoln Building because the Lincoln Building is like 8,000 square feet. Oh, it's wow. nuts. Nice. nice. So coming from the restaurants I work in yeah. and the places that they work in with the poor choice. It's like so much space. So we're doing the Lincoln Creamery, nice. which will be my commercial ice cream facility. Um, so it's really exciting to see that. And to be honest with you, more than that, just does not seem desired or feasible right now. I just want to mm. like have my baby. I want to have the Lincoln to be like a thriving place in my own hometown. And I want to make amazing ice creams and sorbets. I don't think I want to do any more than that. Mm-hmm. Nice. I have no interest. For the next in podcast, Morris he will Johnson. introduce the next five. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Five empires. Like, but the difference, the difference yeah. is you know who I am yeah. and like I'm comfortable. Like yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah, want yeah. more. Yeah. Like it's too much fucking my, work. My projection <laughs> is because of how I'm interpreting everything and this is only at face value is there's a certain type of creativity that you have and because food is a revolving door of mm-hmm. constant ideas it seems like something will, you know, trickle in there. Because to stay, at least in my head, it's to stay in that kind of creative space and to see it play through, you're going to have to embark on another and another. And now maybe it comes into iteration at the places you have, which is possible. But yeah. it, I would think, at least in the way that you're approaching it and how I've seen, you know, some of the, the work that you've done, I'm like, you are coming from a different place. And a lot of it is very creative. So I'm thinking, oh, yeah, he's going to have the itch down the line. And then maybe that'll spurn something. Just yeah. because that creativity like can't be bottled, no way. That's like I'm for, thinking you got to come out with like consulting. milk. You got to oh, that's, uh, there that's my dream. I that's why have, he's way smarter than that's, me. That's what I said. Because like, <laughs> I would just be like, I don't know, I gotta potatoes. figure it out somehow. <laughs> so I want to have Localis. That's my place, right? Like the dream is eight months on, four months off. Two of those months um, doing Localis pop-ups in different areas mm-hmm. of the world because Localis fits that. You know, it's not just. Traveling, a lot of big restaurants do that, but like Localis is based on what we can get where we are. Mm -hmm. So I think it'd be a really cool concept. But 
besides that in the Lincoln, I don't want my own restaurants, but I do want to continue consulting because it's so fun to walk into a place like the Poor Choice with a space like they have mm -hmm. and be like, here's what we could do. And they're like, that's not possible. Yeah, I'm like, here's like, the sales that oh. we can generate. And they're like, that's not possible. And you're like, bet. And then it happens, yeah, you know, and yeah. it, that part is so fun. I get to make a little money. I get to have a little ego boost, but mm -hmm. really it's more so about taking a business and exploding it, you know, like, cause they would have been successful with or without me. There's mm -hmm. no doubt about that. Mm -hmm. I mean, they've got their mm -hmm. shit down, but that food program has equated to a massive amount of sales and they didn't expect that at the beginning they of the, the poor choice, the you know? Mm -hmm. So it was really fun to have that sort of, you know, hand in creating a business that's successful and viable. And it's very fulfilling and it's, it's kind of egoless. I've had to battle that over the times that I've been consulting for both places. And I've consulted for a burger spot up in, in Auburn, turned them from everything ordered frozen to fresh everything. I taught them how to cook. Mm -hmm. They became successful from losing money and then burned me out and mm -hmm. didn't live up to their side of the deal, you know? So mm -hmm. there's, there's going to be that that's going to happen. Yeah, of course. But still, I get to take solace in the fact that, like, when people are like, oh, man, this place is so great for a burger. And I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah, I don't yeah. even say, like, oh, I used to do yeah. that. And they burned like, me. Good it's like, cool. You know, mm -hmm. we got another good spot yeah. in our local community that's, like, putting out good food. And that's exciting for me. Yeah. And so I think that in the future, I'd love to turn Sacosta into a food truck because the tapas mm -hmm. thing isn't going to work out. I don't, want another, I don't want another building, to be honest with you. Like, mm -hmm. There was no opportunity for the Lincoln when Sacosta was going to be something. That's the only reason I wanted two restaurants because mm -hmm. Sacosta is casual and fun and Localis is fine dining and exclusive. Mm -hmm. um, but now that I have the Lincoln in my hometown, I get to do the casual fun there mm -hmm. and then I'm going to continue doing Localis. Mm -hmm. yeah. well, that's, a, that's a good attitude to have to just want to like purely benefit your community. And like, ra like we were talking about on the last episode, like raising the level of everyone around you. So, okay, well, now my competition's better. Now I have to beat them again somehow. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good attitude. That's a winning attitude for sure. Well, yeah. Like, like it lifts everyone. Fine dining's going to start pouring into, the, into Sacramento. Mm -hmm. You know, like the rent is cheaper. The ingredients are stellar. Like there's a lot of good things about this place. And everyone's, you know, concerned. And I'm just not. And it's not mm -hmm. because I think I'm better than chefs that would come in. It's like if there's another place that I can go and enjoy a fantastic fucking Absolutely. meal, like give it, you know, mm -hmm. like right now. And if a guy is taking my clientele, then I'm going to work harder, right? Mm -hmm. Like if yeah. it's like, oh, well, you're not as creative or, oh, you're not as delicious or, oh, you're not yeah. this. Like, okay, cool. Like, let me try that too. Mm -hmm. So I just don't – competition is such a beautiful thing yeah. in like the right way. You know, yeah. it's not ego. It's not like I'm no. going to crush you. It's just like, no, it's like man, this person oh, is man. Like literally that raise good. My like, level that's now. dope. Like, time but to learn. But it really is ego with a lot of people. That's the – it's not necessarily the problem. I think it's a good thing in, in restaurants because your food speaks for itself. Mm -hmm. And it is a, a code where, you know, it is food everything. You're never going to be like, oh, man, this is awesome. Or I hate that, dude. It's just more like, oh, I need to get better deep down. But I'll yeah. never show it. And, you know, we'll come, come. Some people will have these small circles to kind of out people, which is kind of always the situation in the food game where you do have small circles of, you know, clubs and, you know, kind of that whole deal. And, you know, shut people out. You're out of this. And, and, and that's just kind of how it works. But. As things kind of shift, at least that's how I'm envisioning how this is kind of working. The opportunity is going to be abundant, and there's going to be a uh, there's going to be a lot of moments where these things are going to be able to change, at least in the idea of what you're talking about, where changing the status quo in a very micro way. You know, whether it's in your own restaurant or just even the people you mess with, the think tank is slowly changing, and it is going to be out of our grasp where it'll organically kind of seems like it'll mm -hmm. kind of move on to something totally different. 
because clearly all the media outlets are changing. Um, the away from brick and mortar, I have a feeling that is probably more common for anything that's going to be cutting edge at this point or it's going to be seek and find because mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to find some of these experiences or some of these things. It's going to be even more sought out because there's already a level of uh, media and, and commercial kind of thing where for these restaurants, these restaurants are spoken yeah. for. It's going to have to be more regional. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, it goes back to this kind of small think tank, but that's where it's kind of a, a emphasis on the interaction with people. And as this kind of creeps up and opens up, at least in our area, people are coming in. And it's almost like for the first time, again, reintroducing yourself to whatever the world is through your lens of food. So it is kind of cool in that manner. It seems. I could be wrong. I'm not in it that way. I'm just observing it from where my vantage point is. Yeah. I definitely think there's, um, there's a lot of truth in that because for me, I watch Sacramento now, and I've actually been accused multiple times from people you know, in the food industry here in Sacramento of not loving Sacramento, not being for Sacramento, which I think is crazy because I could have taken my restaurant to other places. You know, and That's I, wild. You know, there's a lot of things about you know, localists that are very Sacramento. But what I love about all of that is like, I want eventually there to be Sacramento is such a small city. We all know each other. We have an opportunity to work creatively together for the betterment of the entire city. I'm waiting to see that happen, you know, because mm -hmm. we preach that a lot, but as you all know, in the industry, it's clicks and it's this and it's, it's that, really you know, and like it's not really support, you know, it's kind of just like watching what other people do, maybe biting on them, maybe trying to, you know, like throw them under the bus, maybe trying to attack them. I mean, you watch what's happening in, in Sacramento right now, you know, it's like people, I don't care what we say the name, you know, but like people that, supported Passmore solely because they wanted Pebble Beach food and wine, Michelin, mm -hmm. this, that, you know, like they never had a care about the quality of the food or anything that he was purveying. And yet now that there's a time to burn this man down, everyone's just like fucking burn him at the mm -hmm. stake. Mm -hmm. That's not a healthy no. vibe for a city. You know, no. like we should look at what Passmore has done for the city. Mm -hmm. Um, he's a large reason a lot of the cool shit that's happened in our city has happened. Mm -hmm. And I buy, a, I used to buy a lot from the guy and we've had problems, you know, and, and I've been honest with him and we had very honest discussions before the article came out. Um, and I asked him, I said, what's the real deal? Like, talk to me like a human being. He was very genuine and honest with me. Um, I don't think he wants to admit as much as he should because it's fucking scary <laughs> to yeah. be like, i fucked up big time you know like no one wants to be wrong but man watching sacramento just jump on and as soon as they got a tagline it's like crush this dude yeah, like we I'm don't saying. care about anything else we just want to jump yeah. on and just watch this dude smolder it, and burn down burn. To nothing. it's like and I'm a like, horrible yuck. indicator of where we could yeah, be yeah you know it's like I'm the not exact saying opposite of what you want all guilt and you know like no. or you know release no, him you of, don't give him free pass of course you know you, like the, he made yeah. some huge mistakes mm -hmm. you know like huge huge mistakes at the same time like i've always stated like the products that i've received from him in general extremely high quality you know like mm -hmm. i'm a chef i know what i'm doing i really care about ingredients i mean i remember when hated me before he met me mm -hmm. i was sending back all this shit you know like this isn't good enough and he's like this dude's a dick and then i drove down to pick out my own fish he met me and was like oh he's not a dick he's just really serious about what he does mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and i i don't know like 
I feel like I'm defending just like I did with Trump. Like mm -hmm. for the last two years of Trump's presidency, I found myself defending him more than not, not because I would ever vote for him or because mm -hmm. I liked him or because I liked his policies, but because people drawn to this absolutism where it's like, yeah. you were this done. Like yeah. we are sealing the fucking deal. And I'm yeah. like, no, you can't do that. Yeah. Like there's parts of this person yeah. that are still good. There's yeah. parts that are this, like, yeah. why are we so focused on the negative? And this is coming yeah. from a guy that until last year spent every ounce mm -hmm. of fucking energy energy concentrating on the negatives yeah. you know and now i see it and it's like never again yeah but i'm watching it happen yeah. and like they just want to see people fucking mm. burn man because well, like, if someone else is wrong you can't be wrong <laughs> people like the pile it's on, true man. you have you to know? like yeah. people want to be in like the circle that's right oh for they, sure they're in the cool whether, circle you whether know, the, yeah, yeah the they want to be in the, the righteous circle. whether right. that righteous circle tomorrow is 100 percent right or not does not matter today they are right and they want to join it Rather than what we're always saying is like, no, you have to like communicate like, yeah, maybe this one thing that this person did is wrong. And okay. Yeah. It doesn't mean that's the end of that person. Exactly. There's like people are so like you have more, uh, what is it? Neurons in your brain than there are stars in the galaxy. Okay. Mm -hmm. So how are you going to tell me that one person is 100% bad? Because it's not or 100% stacking right. up on one person in this type of culture right now. Well, it's just too easy. It's yeah. Too easy. And you could just tag. It's all well, on and a page. People take well, the, and take keep the, in mind yeah. that people yeah. look for it. Mm -hmm. They're yeah. looking to Actively. be angry. Yeah. Yeah. They want to be upset mm -hmm. about something. And I look at that nowadays and I'm like, I look for anything other than a problem. Yeah. Like I just want mm -hmm. it to be good. Yeah. And yeah. it's weird to watch people just come out. Of the, yeah. Like I defended Kevin O'Connor today. They did a collaboration, Passmore and Connor, mm -hmm. um, before the story broke. Mm -hmm. And then the story broke, and this one friend of mine, you know, okay. and we ended it peacefully. So, like, praise to that. Sweet. Because that's awesome, that's awesome, right? Yeah. But she was like, you know, and if I walk into your house and see, you know, Kevin O'Connor's book, I'm walking out. And I was like, so you're saying that you could walk into my house. I got Kevin's book. I supported mm -hmm. him. He's a great chef and he's great a great chef. dude. Like great dude. I like him a lot. You yeah. know, does he have flaws? Well, fuck yeah. But yeah. which one of us doesn't have a ton of flaws? Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. we all got him, yeah. but I really like Kevin and they lumped him into this thing. And I couldn't believe the extremism of if I walk into the house and see mm -hmm. Kevin O'Connor's book, I'm out. And I put my name out there and I was just like, you don't know Kevin. Mm -hmm. I do. Mm -hmm. So how dare you make this like call about something based on something so insignificant as a purveyor lied a little bit about where he gets his shit from yeah. like and everyone wants to make it more than that but it's not that's it's exactly that's that right exactly they like, want more that of course they, they do want, they want like, he's it, hiding dead bodies he's yeah. been smuggling kids <laughs> exactly Dude, that. those <laughs> eggs are not even sturgeon those are humans they're, they're not even human they're eggs. not even eggs know, there's a couple like, i i saw a rock painted and it's like yeah, yeah. he lied yeah. yes he fabricated yes he made up a story yes he branded himself and yes, he did all these things. Guess what? 90% of us out there probably do the same shit, well, you know, in some sort of variant. People do it on social media all the time. Bro, there's some cats here in town that are like the godfather of Farm to Four getting giant Cisco orders delivered Every to their day. front, including Every produce day. and meats. And I'm like, why do why does SAC in particular, like mm. at least New York or LA, like they shred without, you know, they don't care who you no. are, right? They're going to shred you. If they yeah. get a chance, they're going to shred you. If they you. catch you, you're done. You're Dude, in Sacramento, if you get the sack pass, mm -hmm. like, it doesn't matter what you do. Sack. You're like you're a good. Disneyland, you know, like the sack pass. That's a new term here. Yeah, sack, sack, sack pass, pass, you know, yeah. like, there's a sack we all pass. want one. Yeah. We all want to talk shit about it, but we definitely all want that sack pass yeah. where it's like, I'm good. Like, I could pretty much do anything and you're still going to love me. And people will still come in. And I'll be on every news thing for this. Totally, dude. I'll be on every 
every panel for that. And I'll be in whatever this group is every time. Yeah. It is crazy. Yeah. But maybe we match fuck. maybe we match the the environment. We are the state's capital. We are of the government. This is where government works. Now, does mm-hmm. that matriculate to restaurants? I don't know because like you, um this is uh, we're just coming into something yeah. and trying to figure out what is the culture. Because when you are comparing different cultures, and I agree with you, because you know, traveling around and Seeing how other cultures are, you're like, oh, this is way different than oh, yeah. a lot of. And it like, works. Why is in Sacramento? And it, it works doesn't great. work out here. Yeah. And I don't know what that is. And and I, I maybe it is the political realm, or maybe just walking into whatever the culture is. Yeah, maybe that's what is the cause for it, because everything seems like it is political. Yes, we will. The fact that we are the foreign for capital, as opposed to City of Trees, it's a weird stance to take, to me, because it's like, yeah, we're going to establish ourselves. We do foreign fork, <laughs> and I, that's quite a. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a big deal, but especially it when so many people do not do farm to fork. That's I, what I say. I think that we have. I, we I think I here? have to take a like. That's the hill that I'll die on in this podcast. Mm. The farm to fork capital of the world is absolutely warranted and absolutely something that we should back okay. as yeah. chefs and as purveyors and as community members of our area. There is nowhere on earth where the produce is as good. Maybe Provençal France, you know, like they Maybe. have an incredible we're, agriculture. We're spoiled. We but are we spoiled. are, right? True. So if you have the best ingredients, it only takes the best chefs to get there. We haven't had the best chefs because we haven't been looked at as anything more than a cow town. Mm-hmm. Labeling ourselves as the farm to fork capital of the world doesn't necessarily mean that every restaurant is farm to fork. But to be honest with you, Produce Express enables any fucking restaurant in this area to be a farm to fork restaurant yeah. and be legitimate. The cream is close. The butter is close. The produce is close. Like yeah. very rarely are they sourcing within miles those ingredients, yeah. you know, makes my life. So easy. fuck. Yeah. yeah, it does, you know, and mm. we got to pay homage and respect to that. And mm. I think that that alone shows you mm. that we are that. But we're so afraid to jump in because of the politics involved in farm to fork, which I get. Like, I don't give a fuck about, like, if this people hear this, but, like, Rayleigh's, they promote themselves as this farm to fork, you know, mm-hmm. we freaking source locally. You walk in there right now, no pole beans, mm-hmm. no freaking squash from California, all from Mexico, all from these places. And this ain't about a fucking ethnic thing, all right? Mm-hmm. This is straight up just, like, we should be buying the produce that's in season in our area, mm-hmm. in our fucking area. Mm-hmm. But yet you can't find that in mm-hmm. these stores that claim to be this, you know, Sac Food Co-op is dope, but it's so expensive. If it mm-hmm. puts people like me outside of the box yeah. of being able to use it. Like yeah. I can't go there and do my shopping for my family. Mm-hmm. It would cost me $600 for yeah. a week's worth of food. You know, mm-hmm. that being said, like, I think that we need to embrace it because I think it's true. And instead of saying like, Oh, some people claim this and blah, blah, blah. We say we are this, we're going to hold you accountable for if you're going to say that you are right. Mm-hmm. But yeah. instead we chose to blanket the whole thing, say it's a terrible idea and it's all politics and it's all selling their city. Guess what? Every fucking city in the world does so sell themselves, you know, like point. why you see Bangkok, you know, like yeah. promoting themselves, travel to Thailand, travel to here, travel mm-hmm. to there. Like we all need people to come to our place to feed yeah. our economies. Like we're in a global network now. We're in a global economy now. Mm-hmm. So, I think it makes perfect sense to do it. And I mm-hmm. think that we should instead set some somewhat reasonable, you know, guidelines to if you want to put this plaque in your window, if you want to be this, you have to do this. And mm-hmm. if you can't, no big yeah. deal, but you can't call yourself that. And that's that's my gripe. Yeah. Is that like we are the foreign to fork capital and people capitalize on that. But it's like, but you're really not. You're really you're really kind of cheating the system here. Mm-hmm. You're you're enjoying all the benefits without taking any 
uh, responsibility or, or negatives for trying to accomplish that. And that's the part that like, and then people come in like, why don't you have this? I'm like, well, it's not in season. I don't have it because none of the farms I use are here. Yeah. Why and then like, well, I just got it. <laughs> yeah. I just got it at this place. Okay. Well, good for them. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe you should ask them. Yeah. Rather than just assuming. Yeah. But then again, farm to fork comes in a question and people are ready to jump on the bandwagon with fucking mm-hmm. burning pitchforks ready to skewer somebody. That's it's why. Like, <laughs> having it politicized to <laughs> me, having about? it the name, I'm only against it because I'd rather be of the mystique of being that place as opposed to, you don't see like, uh, you know, uh, France and, uh, you know, whatever province would be closest of like, yo, best shit happens here. They're not like, hey, France, the best place to, no, you just go there and you fucking know. Yeah. You walk into a restaurant, the fucking hole in the wall, the farm you just pull up to, They'll have fucking crepes. And you're just like, they don't have to dub it that way. So that's why I think having it that way ultimately lends its hand to like, okay, now let's have a body that governs it. And then we do this and we tell who's who. As opposed to that, like, toss that shit out the window. Go back to City of Trees. So, you know, we more more known for that. And then restaurants do their due diligence and then just create the atmosphere that we want to create and have the mystique. Everybody knowing that that place is great, clearly because they have great produce. We don't have to say it. You just know it. Kind of like uh, the mystique that's with San Francisco currently in New York and kind of some of these capitals of food dining. All mystique or all hype, whatever you want to call it. That's my only gripe with having it named that way because it's like, oh, now we're inviting those kind of things to happen where, man, he isn't sustainable and he isn't oh, this and that. It's like, eh, I mean, everybody's going to do whatever business they're going to fucking do. But the people that want to participate in this game of you know high-end technician like cooking shit – this is the game we play. Here's the heavy hitters. We are now setting the precedence. We don't have to say it. Come in, experience it yourself. And then there grows in the mystique. And then hopefully from there, that is the somewhat of a growing or imbalanced community, whatever is happening, ultimately, slowly, organically becomes. Because you do have a point, and we've talked about it before. This is the best place to source. Clearly, We're it's spoiled. California. It's unreal. But we don't know it. And then, therefore, the average diner doesn't know it. Average diner, but even the people that go into the restaurant biz, you know, understand that. But then, to your point, use it as a ploy for sell as opposed to these are the ethics and codes I go with in the cooking business. Mm -hmm. Because clearly, the cooking business isn't all, you know, these people that have that mindset. And for good reason. It is a business and it is, at the end of the day, making money. So, that being said, scratch the name put the restaurants out there and then just create that new subculture underground thing that food has always been. Cause it seems like, like I said, throughout all this, there's every opportunity for restaurants to really put that truth out there. You don't have to squander anybody. You just put your own shit out there. And in turn, I think organically the masses will, you know, kind of create their own little thing. At least that's what it would feel like. What now does that's City a lot of to ask trees for. mean for a tourist coming from a different part of the world to California, to Sacramento, mm. what does City of Trees embody? What What's the draw with City of Trees? I think hikes, hills, tall trees, nature, like actually going to, like, I mean, <laughs> think about it. In California, how many places are there to hike? In, in your area, there's like a million places that but are fucking that amazing. Sacramento? Yeah, that's not Sacramento. Oh, though. that's a good point. Uh, Sacramento, yeah. I mean. Sac- I, I haven't thought about it as the way mm. of him when he said, like, that Sacramento selling itself. Mm-hmm. Portland is the city of trees. And I was like, oh, that's, that's a really good point. Because mm. it's like, yeah, you you do, you come to Sacramento as, like, the hub to go hiking and go to mm-hmm. Sac- or San Francisco. But why come out, to Sacramento, but, right? Uh, that's a good point. That's a good, so I hadn't thought about that. So we're going to sell our city. Yeah. Number, number two, we're the one of the most culturally diverse cities in the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. 
That's always crazy. So to once me. again, food takes a precedent. Like mm. universal languages, we talk about like music, food. You know, the arts are the only thing that we can cohabitate over. You know, the span of the globe. All of us can understand. Like you hear a beat, you know, you taste mm. the food. Like there's these things that we have commonalities with. True. But everything else means nothing. And when I think City of Trees, I'm like, well, what is that? Why do I want to go there? And I've been to like Amsterdam, which is a super green city. I True. mean, they've got water everywhere. Mm. There's trees everywhere. It's beautiful. You know, mm. like. Um, even Paris, tons of trees mm. everywhere. Portland, one of the greenest cities I've ever seen in my life. Oh. Idaho, one of the most greenest cities I've ever seen in my life. Seattle, like you just start naming off all these cities that have tons of trees and like that's the focus. Like mm. you see like the, the streets of, of, uh, of Boston neighborhoods, tree lined the whole way, mm. you know? So what's the draw? Like what makes us different? And I mm. guess that's why I'm like not afraid or, you know, abashed to be like, hey, we're the food, you know, farm, farm to fork capital of the world. I get it though, because it's harsh to be like, we're the farm to fork capital of the world, but we don't have the most Michelin stars. We don't have the greatest chefs. We don't have this. We don't have that. But without something to aspire to, a city will stay stagnant. And mm. City of Trees is nothing that you can work to. You know, like Chicago has a food mm. culture. That's mm. what they're known for. And because of that, you see like a wealth of, of restaurants that you don't see in other areas of the world. They don't have good ingredients. Mm. But because they started as that, because they pushed for that, now they have like they're one of the greatest food cities in the world. Like yeah. people hail Chicago up in those areas of other, you mm. know, metropolitan metro politan areas so i think to get in the game and to actually start garnering enough respect to have people want to come here you know because city of trees who what chef is gonna like yeah. but i mean what's chicago known for how does chicago label itself like the city of what the windy city yeah the, the windy, windy city. city that's what i'm saying i'm gonna go there to like uh, go get some wind like what the fuck are we doing you know what i mean like <laughs> i love it because but it's fucking windy I, and you know what but that's why my point was like yo like yeah. fuck the label like just if people who know that if we garner the best shit, chefs will come. Now, why that doesn't happen, I don't know. And I don't, I don't know if it's because San Francisco is literally right there, so it just garners the attention. It just pulls it. Yeah. Super versus hard. Yeah. no, it's good here. It's just maybe we'll never get our time in the sun because there's you know well, asshole San Francisco well, and the level asshole of spending LA. in Sacramento is a bit different, and the spending in LA is different. Like Sac yeah. doesn't have the spender to. We couldn't have three three Michelin star restaurants mm -hmm. in Sacramento. Yeah. No, they, they wouldn't would survive. Pay, yeah, right. So it's like mm -hmm. we're not there yet. Mm -hmm. But how do we get there? You know, yeah. we got to get there some way. Yeah, I think that you know, farm to fork capital versus city of trees um, is going to garner one or the other. Yeah, like if we can't make no money on the city of trees being something viable is like bringing people here then I'd rather have us known for something that we actually do produce. You know, mm -hmm. like maybe Chicago isn't known as, you know, didn't start out as the food capital because they don't have the ingredients. Yeah. But we we do. And we're not the food capital. See, that's what's strange is because Windy City has that. Like the meteoric rise of L.A. is strange, too, because out of nowhere, L.A. becomes this food capital. Now, mm -hmm. you can make an argument and say they just have good ways of, you know, like well, shifting media cultural power. diversity. Yeah. That helps. Yeah. And they have obviously media stars, talent, kind of not talent, but just more money. of the that effect, Spinners. the effect, the look, the aesthetic comes off way better. Yeah. Where enough money to support, yeah, things. We're yeah. wedged between two of those major hubs between mm -hmm. LA and San Francisco. Sacramento does have a spot. That's why, and like I said, I always just like the standard will arise if and when all those chefs come. But it just kind of starts, and then micro it down mm -hmm. to just what you're doing, what you're doing. This isn't. Yeah new this is just more of we've now identified maybe some kind of thing brewing because clearly there's other people out there doing this 
now it becomes that, okay, are we ultimately going to build there for the longevity? Will there be more places, you know, really grasping that? Because even the places that are now, they're like, yeah, Farm Far Capital, let's just hope they, you know, follow the ideology. But you can, after that, you can't really, eh, it's whatever. Well, maybe you it know, Yeah, but, I mean, we're asking for accountability. Mm-hmm. What fucking business do you know has accountability down the line for, like, their authenticity of Oof. product and fucking service mm-hmm. and all that? I mean, come yeah, on. Like, none of, none of it's realistic I know. Anymore. That's why. I like, I like no the idea. Love. I love like, the idea. I just mm-hmm. wanted to just be in the, in the facade of, hey, just fucking bring the shit. That's why what you're doing, being a disruptor in your manner, is mm-hmm. a good thing because it is getting – feathers ruffled and you're going about it in that way because i agree with you the small circle shit is the shit that kills um because it's just redundant in, well, it makes you, in a it makes you way. so stagnant it does then it really they does. just promote each other so they're always successful it's a, they it's never have a, to change yeah it's kind of one of those things any big events always going to be tied to something like that and it's cool to have just kind of a, a situation like that that is locally grown i understand that and i think they need to function in this but along with that now we're looking at the next tier of the wave and that's mm-hmm. what I'm, I'm very fascinated to continue to see, which you see them pop out through all this stuff. I've seen quite a bit of restaurants kind of make their way through. And I've been open and privy to a lot of more other little units kind of opening. So clearly there is something happening. And like I was talking to Pete, it's like we'll never see it. It's just we'll never see it flip. It's just more of a it's an air. It's a it's a feeling. So if we're on board mentally in this way, if this is the think tank, that energy, you know, hopefully resonates. And then we just kind of. Go it that way, because like we said, it's like, yo, when we see stuff like what happened with, you know, Passamore, you're like, shit, that's kind of what Sacramento's kind of been like, you know, Mm -hmm. to varying degrees. We just we want to I don't know. It's the crab mentality. I don't know what you want to call it, but that's kind of I've seen that because you would think at this point with this many years of just being here in the city slowly growing now, it could be a size thing. Maybe we're not the the numbers thing, which I totally get because I remember going to Portland years ago and it was like I could see how the meteoric rise was very quick. Yeah. So there's clearly a draw here and there is an influx of people coming in. So I definitely see something on the horizon. I think it's inevitable. Um, now, when that happens and when that comes to fruition, I don't know. And will the restaurants be there in, in due time? Now, how many of them are imports versus from here? That's a great question as well, because that's what Portland is too. a lot of imports coming in and helping the culture, which is totally great. Uh, I don't know how much of it's going to be homegrown here, but I think time will tell. I think part of me is dying for that specific thing. Why do we not have a great hot dog place? Mm-hmm. Like, why do we not have someone that's passionate about hot dogs, right? Mm-hmm. They're such a cool food. Mm-hmm. Um, why do we not have these, these things that we know with such a culturally diverse population? Why are we not seeing these businesses pop up? And it's because we don't support them. Yeah, it's true. You know, we're a burger, beers, and bacon city. You know what I mean? Super like, that's what we big. like. Oh so it's like if you don't have these, you know, these and then everyone things, wants them. Everyone claims we're not gonna. Them. Yeah, we're not gonna come to your place because you don't you don't serve this. Yeah. And then you see these restaurants that are trying to create an identity outside of that, and they cave in. They start putting like, if they're a Middle Eastern restaurant, pretty soon there's a Middle Eastern burger on the menu. And, yeah. You know, Middle it's a Chinese pork restaurant. Belly. You know, and there's Chinese burger on the menu, and everyone's got a burger <laughs> on the menu, and everyone's got something for everyone that way. Everyone mm-hmm. feels good. Like, I think that so much of the accountability needs to happen in the population versus the actual restaurants when it comes to farm to fork. I mean, you know, it's like, the same reason I keep the Alfredo on the menu. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's there it because I sells. know it's like the first two, three times that that new person comes in, they get Alfredo. And it's like finally on the fourth time that maybe they give me a chance. Yeah. And try something else. All those spicy raviolis. Have you had those? Yeah. No, I have not. It's your favorite. Fire, bro. 
Ooh, but that, that's the exact reason that Alfredo's there. It's because yeah. I have to have it. Yeah. I have to. That's my introduction Dude, to people, you. People come in and assume I have it. Absolutely. I I you're, you're an Italian restaurant. Yeah. They don't even know, like, are you Northern Italian? Are you Southern Italian? Are yeah. you, you know, Tuscan Italian? Are you this kind of Italian? Yeah. Same as Chinese food. Like, it bothers me. Like, Chinese food. Yep. I mean, are you talking Sichuan? I mean, are you yeah. talking Mandarin? No. Are you talking, like, nope. the hundreds of different, yeah. you know? So you're saying that that needs to switch from being the responsibility of the ownership to being the responsibility of the population, of the population yes. to being knowledgeable enough to know this is where you're going. You don't even have to be knowledgeable enough. You just have to stop thinking that everyone has to cater to your specific. Oh, so you have palette. to give it a chance. Yeah. You have to try things <laughs> and give it a chance. You know, yeah. like that's what you have to yeah. do. The True. I, we were just yeah, talking yeah, about we it. Like, just talking about just it. You, you like give food it culture, right? a chance. Mm-hmm. You go into San Francisco, New York, mm-hmm. like people are trying shit that no one would ever try here mm-hmm. in Sacramento. Easily. I sure. mean, and I hate to toot my own horn, but when I opened up in Sacramento, Every one of the big dogs that I talked to in the restaurant industry was like, don't do it. You are going to fail miserably. Mm-hmm. Sacramento doesn't want this. They don't want fine dining. They don't want a tasty menu. Like, you're going to fucking lose everything. Like, don't do it. Everyone told me They're that. like, please cave for your own benefit. And I was just like, well, why are you fucking telling a city what it wants to eat? Like, mm-hmm. I'm tired of that shit. Like, let the city speak, you know? Like, mm-hmm. and the more opportunities that we give them to speak, I think the more they'll seize the opportunity. Like, you put something out there that's not for everyone you're like this is what we do solely mm-hmm. enjoy or not mm-hmm. and then people come and they're like fuck yeah this is amazing i'm gonna support this place like crazy like that's the beginning of a new food that's culture. how you slowly kind of yeah. turn the corner yeah but some yeah. people have got to take some fucking chances mm-hmm. you know like you mm-hmm. gotta risk True. a little something but everyone's so risk and adversive now that you know it's too scary to take a risk not taking a risk could mean success in the long run, you know, like on a menial level, but success. Like you'll on always a big be level. okay. Yeah. You'll, you'll just be there's And you know what? Skewer me. If I say it like Sacramento's the king of a lot of good restaurants, mm-hmm. but how many great restaurants, how True. many places that supersede, you know, good, mm-hmm. which is hard to do. You know, a good restaurant is hard to do. Yeah. A great restaurant is like, impossible right like that Mm -hmm. place that just has those hits and they just Mm -hmm. never stop you know they're just Mm -hmm. perfect Mm -hmm. when when are we going to get that and that's Mm -hmm. when we'll that's when the crown will rest a little easier on our heads i think is when we start producing that and i don't think that has anything to do with fine dining either Mm -hmm. i think that has to do with cultural cuisine culture i think that has to do with you know love of what someone is doing rather than passion for money you know like Mm -hmm. when you see a restaurant's menu that opens up and it's a burger and a steak and a salmon and a caesar salad and a this and a that you're like all right, so you're doing what you think you have to do to appease the masses. You know, like if you're not comfortable enough in your own cuisine to be able to branch out, then you shouldn't be opening a restaurant. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what a restaurant is, is like you're selling you, Mm -hmm. you know? And I do have a couple, like I know things that people want to like attract people in the door because that's what I feel like I have to do at the moment. But then there are things like the spicy ravioli, like you're not going to see that anywhere in town. There's a couple other dishes that I've done that like work all of a sudden, and then I see it everywhere and I just giggle. But I'm like, do- I don't even get mad anymore. I'm just like, dope, dude. Thank God people are like getting out of the rut mm-hmm. and like, oh, they see that there. Cool, eat it. Because mm-hmm. that means next time when you come into my place, you're like, oh, I've had that and I've had that. Let me let me try something else new. It's probably good too. Yeah, there there are other good foods out there. Or compare yours to the other. And as yeah. long as yours is delicious. And, well, and that's a challenge amazing. on me. Yeah, exactly. Right. And I'm down. I'm with mm-hmm. it. But like, I think what you're saying is like, give me the opportunity to prove myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And prove that it's good without you knowing what it is. Maybe it comes with numbers. 
Like maybe we haven't reached the numbers in because the way Sacramento is laid out, it is interesting because it is more a little spread out. Uh, the downtown place is very similar to the L.A. In, in, in the idea that everything that happens in L.A. doesn't usually happen in downtown. It's kind of more on the outskirts, you know, what yeah. I mean? mm. in the little neighborhoods and little pockets. So maybe I'm not saying we're going to copy that format, but we are more in that frame. Downtown is still a situation up in the air because you do see the high rises versus the uh, the kind of transition with, I guess, who's living in downtown for the most part. Uh, I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure, but that's what it kind of feels like. Um, but maybe it is a numbers thing. Maybe just b- having more numbers in terms of people coming in and then, to your point, restaurants s- s- embracing it. Because uh, whatever's happening in downtown is also happening in Roseville, El Dorado Hills, El Grove, in varying degrees. South Sac, you know what I mean? I'm a big proponent of South Sac food. Um, very, a lot of good restaurants down there. A lot of uh, Asian cuisines, a lot of uh, the very diverse cuisines down there. Uh, never make it to any type of magazine. It's just kind of they live in their own world. And that, to me, is kind of one of those things I'd love to, you know, slowly start pushing out there little by little or at least getting people down there to, you know, tour, tour South Sac, Mac Road kind of thing. Um, but that's just one little neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why, to your point with Auburn, I've always found Auburn an amazing place, especially traveling to and from, kind of going that Tahoe route. I always stop there. The way it's situated, and, and it's not known for anything in particular, um, but it's definitely a place where people stop. And those are one of those little neighborhoods that, you know, if – things start to slowly pop up there, that ultimately becomes a destination thing. And that's through time. And I'm thinking, okay, this is kind of, might be a thing. Like you see what's happening in, you know, the little outskirts, Roseville, Colorado Hills, they're starting to slowly, you know, put their restaurants together. And a lot of the restaurants here are branching out there. Um, So you see kind of that diversity. I don't know what comes of it. Ultimately, if those get flooded in with, you know, a lot more private owners, or if it's a bigger business, it's hard to say California or Sacramento in that, regard is a weird place because you have these mid-tier restaurants you have good restaurants a lot of good restaurants but you know taking that that next level i don't know if that's also in part with you know whatever media is you know associated with sacramento i don't know if there's an overall you know proponent of media that's sacramento based where something like a uh, eater or a munchies or wherever these places are usually hq'd somewhere in a big culinary space where Sacramento maybe either needs to have one or creates one. I don't know, but I'm assuming that helps a lot with it. Or if it's just a grassroots effort where everybody just hops on. Every restaurant's on social media now, so clearly you can control your branding to some degree and have that out there. Do we do it collectively? You know, I think I hold out hope. Maybe it does happen, Um, but I don't know. Time will tell. We have to have media too, Mm -hmm. right? Like... I am unabashed in saying that Sack B is, as far as I'm concerned, just doesn't doesn't write anything that wants to help the city. They're looking for more of the dirt, you know. Like guaranteed, they'll post some sort of, you know, long article regurgitating, Mm -hmm. you know, what the San Francisco Chronicle did. But then at the same time, you know, like as a restaurant in Sacramento, we got put on this list from Eater of top 28 restaurants in California. And we're on that list with like some crazy names. I don't even know if we weren't being on that list. I have no problem saying that. I you know I don't know if we're that good, but nonetheless, like Sac B being literally like 200 yards from our door, like if I can that, see honestly. the building. Mm-hmm. They didn't even come to ask anything. 
they just took my Facebook post and put it into the newspaper. <laughs> but then when Chris Yarosh was getting sued for fraud, they posted an article with the title being owner of Localis being sued for fraud and then didn't even retract it, you know? And it's like, it's pretty clear to see that the same exact restaurant, same person, something negative, they make it a front page fucking article. Mm -hmm. Top 28 restaurants in California, like this amazing fucking thing. Nah, we're good. Nah, Amazing we're just, thing for the city. For the to city. Pr- to it, promote. Uh, Eaters dude, big. You don't think that the globe is going to be good for the city? Like, mm. I am so excited for what it's going to do to Sacramento. Like, it's going to be amazing. Like, I appear on a major network TV show, and, you know, I get to promote Sacramento as a city. It's not like I get mm. on there and I'm like, oh, fuck Sacramento, I'm not in. I'm mm. like, no, Sacramento is my city. I love it. It's the food there is insane. Like, you got to go. Like, being an advocate for the city, I bet you that like gets no press, but I guarantee you if someone comes after me for like, you know, some negative thing, it's going to be fucking front page news. Like let's get over trying to watch people burn and like, let's try to raise people up in a real way Mm -hmm. instead of being fake ass about it and saying that you want that. But then as soon as your ego is crushed just a little bit, you want to lash out, you know, like Mm -hmm. be comfortable giving it away. You know, like that's something I've learned you know my story a little deeper. I'm not going to get into it on the podcast, but like learn to give it away, learn to mm-hmm. give all the good away, you know, mm-hmm. because once you can genuinely do that and be like, I'm good, I don't need that. So I give it away. Mm. That's what we need to learn how to do in Sacramento. Cause there's a lot more positive than negative, but we only focus yeah. on the negative right now. There's a good, there's a ton of good things happening in the city. And yeah, people are always like, well, what's wrong here? Then like, what's wrong? Why? People are like right now. I was like, "Well, where did where did your servers go?" I'm like, "Oh, they just moved on to better things. They got a career." And they, well, why'd they leave? I'm like, because they got a career. Then mm-hmm. they're like making good money. But what did you well, do what, wrong? Uh, what did you do wrong? I'm like, did they not like you? And I'm just like, no, I still hang out with them. People like negative. It is stuff. true. Yeah, humans are about that. Uh, negative reality sells. show makes money for a reason. Yeah, drama sells, and people love the dirt and i don't know and to your point i agree it's some weird culture that has been kind of just cycling through as sacramento's been but now in saying that like i said past event just happened it feels like there is opportunities galore and i I do feel there is change i don't know if and when that comes to fruition or being a part of it if it will ever be in my wheelhouse but it does feel like it's there now that's why doing the media part i agree i'm like there definitely needs to be more media based out of here and that's to your point earlier in the podcast we were talking about last time i think it does come as much as global it's there now it becomes of okay now it's happening in now we're just gonna find the figures and do it grassroots in the your mm-hmm. actual person uh, promote the likes fuck all that shit let's meet face to face get the energy right and as people start to trickle in because clearly there's a lot of people coming in they're only going to adopt what's already here, not versus we want to, they want to bring something new. They may want to bring something new, but that's not their thing. It's everybody's, not necessarily their responsibility to, to kind of uphold that. But I agree with you in the, as simple as just use what the shit around you is, support each other, and put the best shit out there. I don't, I don't really think it's that, that hard. do that? But then again, I understand bottom line is bottom line. I can't stop people from trying to create business however they see fit. That's what makes restaurants weird is because I don't know and what we were talking about. I don't know how food is – I don't know how food got to this point in this area and can it change. 
that's the biggest question. Because I, when I worked in it in my day, it was the same shit. I'm like, this is strange. But I didn't give a fuck either. I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'm just going to do what I do and just work hard. And then I, I had my time. I don't know if I ever come back, but it, looking at it from my vantage point, it seems like it's different. That's the only thing I'm looking at now because it, 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 it has to change. This city's only growing. There's no way that it'll ever revert back. Culture-wise, I think it's to each his own and how people kind of put their shit out there and how they want to collaborate and come together. Well, I have an interesting viewpoint on that because I think that as we grow, there will be more and more and more and more and more chefs, business owners, cooks, whatever, whatever they are that are doing these things that are going to be elevating and in a big, big city where even if you make it to the top, you could go away tomorrow. Mm -hmm. If the city, like if you're in New York and you're doing well and you're respected, the second you fuck that up, like mm -hmm. you're done, Your business will mm -hmm. close. You know, it was so easy to be a big fish in Sacramento for so long. Mm -hmm. And I think that as the pond gets bigger and bigger and bigger, you're not so big, you know? And I think that instead of going, okay, well I'm gonna start eating more, working out and getting bigger, is like, no, fuck everyone else because they're trying to take my spot. And I think that's where we're kind of living in right now. Mm -hmm. You know, like we have to welcome the competition. Mm -hmm. We have to want them to be here for the good of the city, for the good of our scene and for the good of our careers. Mm -hmm. Who wants to be the same for their entire careers? You know, and there's some old school places that have gone down lately and everyone's crying like about how terrible it is. And I get it, you know, like, but if you're not innovating in any way, shape or form, be prepared to be swallowed up, you know, like if your mm -hmm. product isn't top notch, you know, like you go to Italy and you eat an Italian restaurant there, like you said, right? Like other places, like a hole in the wall is like the best restaurant, you know, you've ever been to, Straight up. you know, how many times is that the case in Sacramento? You know, like if we go to some hole in the wall spot, you know, there are some, don't get me mm -hmm. wrong, mm -hmm. but we haven't reached that yet. We no. haven't reached that no. level of just like comfortability and who we are as there, a people. There's you inherited know? trust when you come here. Like exactly, nope, every place yeah. is great. Like there's the, there's the old school dogs and they like got the lockdown, mm. you know, you got to kiss the ring, you got to do this and that. And <laughs> I'm going to get in all sorts of trouble, <laughs> but legit, you know, like mm. instead of wanting people to do well, it seems like we do in Sacramento specifically want to see people do bad. Yes. You know, like we want them to fail because we're it's like we're our next dinner boost. topic yeah, exactly. that we get to like talk who, about who fucked up now, you know, like, yeah. it's just like, damn, like, why don't we start supporting people? You know, why don't we start <laughs> holding people accountable? Right. Like yeah. the sack pass is legit. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's crazy. Legit. legit. Yeah. It's crazy. It's powerful. The it's very powerful. Yeah. You know, like yeah. if the city likes you, you can do no wrong. No. I mean, mm. you can go way way south yeah. and be like yeah it's good like it's good because you, you have that sandwich that i like so yeah whatever you do cool. wrong i don't care yeah just keep right. making that sandwich but man if we choose to hate you you better watch the fuck out you know it like is that we will eat you alive yeah. you know it's very strange thing We're like a bunch of piranhas in the pond yeah dude. one drop know? of blood uh, you're done i mean that i yeah that is kind of the culture here yeah, How I hadn't thought of it that way. I don't know. I guess I live in my own little bubble where, and rightfully so. You, you should. Do. I just don't. You little, actually do. I, yeah, I, I do. I just don't really care if people don't like it. Like I'm sure I'm upset because like I want, as me being a diner, like when I go out, I want to be happy, and when people are pissed off, I'm super sad, and I'm like, can I literally do anything yeah. for you to come back another time? And I just like hope that they do. Mm. 
but you know, I just accept the fact that I'm not going to be for everybody and that's just fine. Yeah. And like the people that I'm for sick, dude, tell all your friends, please come. And the people that I'm not for, I'm super sorry, but yeah. like, I'm not going to change this product I sell cause I believe in it. But that's crazy. Cause the Sacramento person be like, his restaurant suck. Matter of fact, all fucking Sacramento restaurants suck because he sucked. And then that's some weird Sacramento shit. Why you know, is I have to li- Sacramento? I can't let some stranger just affect me like that. No, you do it, yeah. No. And that is true, though. Like, you said it best. Like, it is funny how that happens, right? Like, something bad happens in Sacramento, and all of a sudden, shit, everybody gets the, the shit. city is, you know, shit. a yeah. loser, is a this, yeah. and yeah. I'm like, whoa, like, yeah. how did we get that, you know? like This is a big oh, city with a ton of like, cultures. Ton of cultures. But I it's think only since I was, like, in second grade, yeah. we've been on, like, the top lists of Most different ethnicities mm-hmm. here, Clearly. which is, like, yeah. crazy to me because I feel like we're not even that diverse here. When I see other mm-hmm. – when I've traveled and seen other cities, I'm like – Yo, this city is diverse. Yeah. And you're telling me Sacramento is on par with this? Like, nah, no uh, way. No, dude, you go to Portland? I got, I'm, I'm like, I'm sorry. Get the fuck out of here. They crush <laughs> us, dude. They crush us on their food. Oh, food. man. Their, their cuisine is, yeah. is so good, you know? Yeah, and they have yeah. so many places. Yeah. And the thing I love, and whenever whenever I say this, like, I've been labeled as a sack hater. Mm. Like, lots of That's great. I just, like, don't understand sack that. Sack Accomplished <laughs> chefs. Like, yeah. people that people love in sack. Mm. Like, we talk about the elite. Mm. There's there's a couple of the elite that literally tell people like that guy is anti-Sacramento. He mm. doesn't, you know, like, and I'm just thinking in my head, like well, I don't get how that. you possibly say that dude, mm. like I frequent your restaurant all the time. And because you ask me how something is and I tell you how it mm. is in my opinion. And believe me, I know that I used to be pretty crass, but things have changed. You know, like I come from a point of love. Now I want our restaurants to be better. We have to understand honesty. That mm. is one thing that has to happen in this town. Mm. We can't deal with honesty. We don't like it. It's, sure. it's too hurtful. It's too, you know, like I, I just had a, a, the most amazing fucking night with Kevin Luther, who is the winemaker at Voluptuary and Lucid Wines, natural winemaker in Sacramento during COVID. He does these tasting packs and, and does these like videos in order to, you know, talk to people about the wines. He blows up. He goes from, you know, like 10 percentile to 95 percentile. I mean, nice, crazy growth during COVID. Mm-hmm so unique and so amazing and i worked with this cat all the way back at this winery that we opened together he was a winemaker i was the food maker we opened this bistro we do these amazing pairings like he was always so honest about my food i was always so honest about his wine and we had this like really great ability to like sit at a table and be like yo this wine is like it's it's lacking acidity it needs this it needs that you know like but he knows it's coming from a place of love and same as my food he's like it's good but like you know this part just doesn't really work like it takes it into this next Mm -hmm. realm and we sat there last night until like two in the morning drinking i don't do that like i'm not a big drinker and we stayed up the whole night just like talking shop and like being all this and it was so funny to hear his perspective and my perspective about business in sacramento specifically and like sacramento sleeps on kevin right mm-hmm. like he's nationally getting all these recognitions but for some reason like it doesn't fit the sacramento narrative mm. and it's like the same as me like i've been in all of these things i wonder what the what the show is going to do mm. you know if people in soccer are gonna be like yeah whatever bro like yeah. you know you're doing this or that yeah. and the rest oh of the i world actually like, know you oh yeah. shit like we haven't learned to champion our own yet no. you know and that's kind of like you people are so proud you know to be from like new york or chicago mm. or portland you know because of what they come through like mm. they that's their city how many people we see out there just like boasting the city of sacramento you know like it doesn't oh. happen 
<laughs> me too right like i go on this yeah. tv show and i'm just like sack is the dopest yeah. place go to oh, marie's yeah. donuts for donuts at mm. fucking two in the morning the it's the morning. bomb yeah. ass shit you know like <laughs> go to maya taqueria on yeah. broadway that the street tacos yeah. are so fire like go to adamo's for a fucking bowl of pasta like yeah. it's great you get a salad for free to fucking start with like yeah. There's so many places that I love going to here, and I love my city, and it just blows me away that, like, the sack elite is like, nah, you hate the city because you tell the truth. And I'm like, how are we going to get better as a city? I just want like, you to get better. Yeah. I want you to be better. And I don't say nothing until they ask now, because I, mm. I also realize that when you walk into a restaurant, mm. if you don't think Some people that it's going to help, it. yeah. then you are being an egomaniac. Mm. If you think that it's going to help a restaurant, then mm. say something kindly. If they ask you, don't lie yeah. right like mm-hmm. lying is there the are, worst thing it feeds an ego that is not existent yeah just just and i just went to a restaurant friends food was pretty good don't get me wrong but mm. there was some pretty serious errors in the food and she spouts off like oh this dish is so good we love it and and like she the, the waiter leaves and i'm like don't say that mm-hmm. you don't have to say it's bad mm-hmm. but don't say that you loved it that we loved it because you're you're giving a false sense of security with mm-hmm. where this restaurant's sitting at you mm-hmm. know and like I have some fucking people that I invite to eat my food before the public eats the food and they shred me, you know, mm-hmm. like the, the, the staff eats the entire tasting menu, taste the wine pairings, and it is open season mm-hmm. on everything that is that dish and pairing. Mm-hmm. And none of them are abashed to be like, this is not good. This needs this, that needs that, blah, blah, blah. Like how many restaurants doing that in sack? You know what I mean? Like how many restaurants putting it out there and being like, I really want your opinion and not mm-hmm. because I want to fight you about your opinion, but because I really want to know your true opinion. And I guess that's where I got caught up so bad during mm-hmm. my first years of sack was like wanting that and not getting it. Mm-hmm. And then people being hella false. And it's like, well, that's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to base Sacramento as like this cultural place where we come together and support each other, you got to do it. So like wrapping all the way back to City of Trees and From the Fork, mm-hmm. it's a false premise. It's mm-hmm. not real. It's not Until real. Until it's real, don't say that shit. You yeah. Know? And like with Farm to Fork, I'm like, let's say that shit. And that's the accountability factor. Mm-hmm. And now we go towards it. Yeah. Whereas like the community and how much we love each other and our, our restaurants work together, like, no, they don't. Mm-hmm. You know, like, let's make that happen, though. Yeah. Instead yeah. of saying... I'm going to talk shit about you for not doing it. I'm like, no, I'm going to tell you, like, let's do this. Like, mm-hmm. let's work together. Let's be fantastic together. Like, let's go into each other's restaurants and be honest and real and fun and inviting, mm-hmm. you know, like, it's a crazy thing, man. It's mm-hmm. a crazy thing. No, I, I appreciate I was I was just telling one of the cooks the other night that um, I appreciate when I think like the very first time you came in, you were like, yo, whatever. I, I don't remember what it was now. The meatballs. You're like, dude, those meatballs were not good. And I was like, what? All right, well, let me try him because whatever I don't know. Let me, let me double check whatever. And I was, he was like, "Oh shit, he's right." They're I forget why they were fucked up, but they were. So we I made, probably didn't say your meatballs are terrible. No, you didn't say it like that. No, <laughs> let's but, just uh, clarify because no, that's yeah, feeding into that Chris Martin thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> "That's <laughs> fake." You said this whole like, thing's a ruse. Uh, you you said something, something like, uh, <laughs> "I don't think the meatballs were what you really wanted them to be." Something to that effect. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "All right, well, let's check." Yeah, I tried them and I was like, no, they're definitely not. I, I don't remember what was messed up about them. And then we made next batch and I made them, checked them, and they came out good. And you came in, tried them, and you're like, these are way better. Mm. I was like, dope. Okay, cool. Then that means 
I don't because like I can't fix a problem I don't know exists. Boom. So how many tables? I don't know. This is experience, same experience for you. I've gone to so many tables and been like, "How's your food now?" It's great. It's great. It's great. It's great. <laughs> and then I, some, they walk out the door. While, Fuck that yeah. place. Never One going star. back. Yeah. One, One star. star. You know. Yeah. Like, oh, I've seen it in the Yelp reviews where I'm like, I talked to that person. And they said everything was great, and all of a sudden now everything's bad. Yeah. Every once in a while I go to a table and they're like, "It's okay." I'm like, "Oh, is there something wrong?" Like, it's like you have to like. Try. Yeah. To, I'm like, if there's something wrong, please tell me. Because mm-hmm. I can't fix a problem that I'm not aware of. Yeah. And then it's finally like, well, we're kind of upset because of this. I'm like, dope. Thank you for yeah. telling me. Can I please do something to fix this? Or mm, yeah. can I do this? Can I offer you that? Like, and 99% of the time, they're like, no, nah, no, nah, it's chill. Like, don't worry. We're coming mm-hmm. back. Like, we've had it before. Don't worry about it. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, well, if something changes, please tell me. And, take that off their bill or whatever but it's so much more helpful to me because mm-hmm. like i don't want to just live in ignorance that i fucking suck and no one wants to tell me do i want to get better each and every day mm-hmm. that's like one of my like core truths of like and that's why i love today, you too <laughs> today, it's a rare character trait yeah. you know like knowing that yeah. you're not good enough yeah and people are so afraid of that and when it's i tell so, people that they're like well they're afraid to be wrong like, no bro it's, it's like, fantastic i don't yeah. feel yeah. wrong for not being my best yeah like, exactly i'm also really honest with myself and like today i'm like at 80 percent because i got this that and whatever going on and i for whatever reason i can't compartmentalize it and put it to the side for now and i have to live with that during service time that i'm gonna be at like 70 percent. but mm-hmm. i'm gonna give you the 100 percent of that 70 percent i got mm-hmm. you know and do my best and know that i'm gonna fuck 70% up 70 percent of the times it works yeah. 70 <laughs> time, but like <laughs> it works 100 percent of the time but 70% like of the time. i just remember getting screamed at by like old shoe chefs and it's a line that i'll never forget i hope i never forget it because it's the best thing ever he's like every day you should be fucking better than you were yesterday and for fuck's sake get worse don't be the same mm. and i was like dude that's so true because then what was the point of that day you like wait like life is short and like Mm. so precious like you have to go and get it yeah it's not going to just fall for you Mm -hmm. so for fuck's sake get better yeah and and for goddamn sure get worse you know Mm -hmm. don't just be the same move the needle stop comparing yourself to others compare yourself to who you were yesterday Mm -hmm. right like that's the goal like and that's something that i've only learned in the past year so Mm -hmm. i'm a newbie i'm a i'm Mm -hmm. a newbie virgin talking about it but like i gave all the attention to the negative in my life for mm-hmm. so many years. And there was a drunk guest at the last dinner series that we did on one of the nights. I would say which couple nights, nights ago. I'm calling one out. Yeah. They, a, sh- they a show few up with months ago. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> just, just this weekend. Yeah, Cause yeah. we just finished up the last of the, of the June series. And, um, you know, they show up with red solo cups full of vodka oh, and wow. maraschino cherries. I mean, they're trash mm-hmm. and they're having a good time. They're disrupting some people, you know, and uh, that would have, in, in the old days, like taken me into that, and I would have solely cared about that. It would have been every ounce of energy focused on these people. How pissed off you, you know, about, How pissed off I am, what I want to say to them, how I'm going to do it, you know, like how it's affecting other people, like all these things. And I just like stopped and I'm like, there's these people that are having a wonderful time and they want to talk to me and they want to enjoy their experience and they don't want to care about this guy. So if I don't care about that guy, they won't care about that guy. Mm -hmm. And you know, it sounds like some guru shit that I'm trying to tell people, but it's legit is like, 
stop paying attention to that. Stop paying attention to the person that's biting you and all that stuff. Like I don't get mad anymore. Mm-hmm. I bring it up cause it's funny, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, Hey, do your own shit, but I ain't mad about it. Cause I've already moved on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm doing something different, you know, like mm-hmm. because I'm holding myself accountable to all the failures of my yesterday. I mean, like, how can I be better? You know, like I don't care about how you can be better. I could, I could spend a lifetime telling you how you could be better, mm-hmm. but I want to spend a lifetime telling myself, how can I be better? Mm-hmm. You know? And that to me is really yeah. important. Can I spark so, this? Yeah. Okay. Boom. Episode 25. Food Junkie Radio. Chris from Localis. Sorry there wasn't enough time. I do have to cut out, but this is not the last, hopefully. Hopefully we could do this again sometime. I did Only enjoy my time. Only if we do it on the patio up in yeah. Auburn. He was telling me about that. It's legit. It's legit, dude. Okay. It, was, it was awesome. All right. Yeah. You no. feel like a rich man? Even it's not hella hot. Like, we'll <laughs> feel like a rich man for a day, you know? We'll just... That'll be the next session yeah. for sure. Because he, he, sp- he spoke it up the whole time. Yeah. Like, yeah you go, we gotta go. I was like, I gotta block out like a certain amount of hours because I love to enjoy that place. But I've heard nothing but great things about it. So. Well, you bring the kid. Mm-hmm. You bring the girl. Mm-hmm. We just hang out. Have a day. Yeah. It's just fun. It's just nice and peaceful and... I want to jump on the trampoline next yeah, time. Yeah, you got to jump on the trampoline. Oh, shit. <laughs> you got a trampoline out there? Hey, yeah. Chris, we, thank you very much. Thank, thank you for you, the time. Man. I know thank you're you busy, so brother. Thank you very much. I appreciate course, it, man. Thank you. Of course.